You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, and this week I am really excited to talk to you about something that is not only timely in terms of where we're at in the cycle of this year, but timely as it's a conversation that keeps coming up almost everywhere I look, whether it's with my clients, whether it's scrolling social media and seeing people's conversations, and honestly, most recently with a colleague of mine in the DMs right before recording this podcast. And I was like, okay, I need to hop over here and share this message because it's something that I actually had written down a couple weeks ago and started on some ideas for this podcast. And now it is just so in front of me that I want to talk about it because I think that this conversation needs to happen. So what I'm going to talk about today is goal setting, but I'm going to come from a very unconventional and maybe not very popular approach, and I'm going to share what my thoughts are on goal setting and the dangers associated with goal setting. And this comes from my own experiences in building a multi, multi six-figure business in the last six years that has grown very rapidly and very exponentially in the last three years alone in my experience with launching programs that were wildly successful in my experience with coaching hundreds of women and having conversations around goals. And so that's why I'm going to share this today. That's why I'm going to talk about the dangers of goal setting, because we are all trained to set goals. Okay. And although goals are important in some aspects, they're also very, very detrimental because goal setting in a very traditional basic sense is often tied to a scarcity mindset. And why do I say this? Because one of the differences between an abundance mindset or a growth mindset and a scarcity mindset or a fear-based mindset is that somebody who has an abundance mindset finds opportunity, growth, room for improvement in the feedback. And they especially have an appreciation for the journey. It's not always about the end result. It's about the effort that we put in. And one of the things I talk about a lot when you coach with me is that as a CEO of your business with a CEO mindset, effort counts. However, when we set goals, nobody talks about the effort. It's whether you achieve the goal or you didn't. So if you didn't achieve the goal, then you quote unquote failed. And that is the feedback loop that you are creating and going to your brain. And then you get into a scarcity mindset. Oh my gosh, I didn't achieve my goal of adding a thousand email subscribers by the end of this year. And so therefore I failed. Instead of looking very naturally at the fact that you added 748 of them 
and you're going to be hosting another event that has multiple thousands of people in it, and you're probably easily going to hit your goal, if not surpass it in the coming months. But we get so fixated on the goal and whether or not we achieve it or we don't, we're creating a feedback loop that doesn't foster a growth mindset, that doesn't foster an abundance mindset, that instead feeds that natural tendency that so many of us have to get into a scarcity mindset that says you didn't do the thing. So therefore you're not successful. And so that is one of the things that makes goal setting so dangerous. We forget to honor all of the things we've accomplished and that aren't directly related to the goal itself. Okay. So let's take for an example that you're going to launch a new program. You have finally decided that you want to scale your business with a group program. And so you put together some wonderful material and then you start talking about it. And your goal is to fill 10 spots into the program. All right. Or we can say that you're going to generate 10 K in revenue. I don't care what the thing is. We're going to do a number so that this is quantitative. So you can see what's happening here. So the launch goes and you get eight people in the program. And if you are like any of my clients, you're going to be grateful that you got eight people in the program, but you're also going to be even more frustrated that you didn't hit your goal. And so it all becomes about the number. It all becomes about, did I do the thing that I wrote down and put on paper? You know, we've all heard that good, better, and best goal. I stopped doing those about two launches ago because I realized that it made me crazy and obsessed with the number instead of the experience and all the other things that were associated with it. So back to my example, you get eight people in your program, but you set the goal of 10. Instead of realizing that you got eight people in the program and that you've already realized that it's a three-month program and they've already started asking you questions like, well, what are we going to do at the end of three months? And your brain has already started turning on and figuring out what you're going to do as a follow-on opportunity for people to continue to work with you. You're too worried about the fact that you didn't get 10 people in the program. You can't get to the place of saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I got eight people and I acquired this inspiration to now create a follow-on product. And based on those conversations that I've already had, I know that people are going to be looking for help with X, Y, and Z. And oh, by the way, because of the conversations that I had and the places where people weren't clear about my program and what the benefits were, I now have an idea of a masterclass that I can create to help people get a lot of value, but also prime them to be ready for my program. Oh, by the way, I had 25 sales conversations around this. Eight people said yes. Five people said, I can't do this right now because I'm currently in another program, but please put me on the VIP waitlist for the next round. Those are the things I'm talking about. We're forgetting to look at all of the other things that happen along the way, all of the unexpected acquisitions that we are gifted when we commit to doing a thing. And instead we get so caught up in the goal and did we hit our goal? And so when you work with me, and if you've worked with me before and you're listening to this, you know that I like to talk about something called a holistic approach to setting goals, okay? An intentional goal setting framework. I have a framework that I've gone through with many, many clients. It's a seven step goal setting framework. And it's based on a whole lot of things that really aren't the goal. You know, one of the pieces, and I have it pulled up right now so I can look at it and kind of talk through some of this. But when you set a goal for yourself, we'll go back to the 10 people. You wanna have 10 people enrolled in your program How clearly is that defined? Are they going to be just 10 people or are these going to be 10 highly qualified dream clients who are also going to want to continue working with you after 
they complete the program. That's what I'm talking about, like taking that goal setting to another level. How many of you actually do that? Probably not as many people as you would like to admit, right? We all want to say, oh yeah, I set goals like that. But if you don't, that's okay because you can start going deeper because that's the piece of this. Like goals need to be much deeper. They need to be about a heck of a lot more than just a quantitative aspiration that we're putting out there. The other part is I want you to visualize your achievement here. What's it going to look like when you hit the goal? Okay. What are you going to have? How are you going to feel? How are you going to know that you have it? Because sometimes we set goals and it'll be like, I want to have more freedom in my business in the coming year. Well, what in the world does that mean? What does that look like? How are you going to feel? How are you going to know if you have it? Maybe it's because you don't have to miss any more of your children's dance recitals. I don't know what the thing is, but go deeper, figure out what the thing is and make sure that there's like an emotion attached to this. How are you going to know when you have it? And what's it going to feel like? What's it going to look like? Then here's a big one that so many people fail to ask. And that's when we're setting like future goals. Why don't I already have that? And so if it's that I'm launching a new program, well, I've never launched the program before, but if it's that I want to have more freedom in my business, why don't I already have that? Is it because I don't have the time and I'm always finding that I'm booking client meetings on top of the dance recital? Well, how do you set better boundaries so that doesn't happen? Or how do you get help? How do you get a team member who can do more things for you that you can delegate so that you're not doing admin things in your business or managing your social media or whatever? How do we get more of your time back so you can do the things that are in your zone of genius and that you are meant to do so that you can have more freedom. So that is such an important question. Why don't you already have it? Okay. And then here's another part of it. Who is this goal for? Is it for you or does it involve someone else? Are you trying to achieve something so that you can have the ability to take your family on a trip to Disneyland? right? Maybe that's the thing. So be really honest with yourself. Is this for you or is it for someone else? Or the flip side of that is, are you setting a goal because it's truly in alignment for you? Or are you doing this because you feel like you should, or you know it would impress somebody? Is your ego driving the goal? So that's what's really important here. Is it self-initiated or does it involve someone else? And then the thing that I really want you to also think about is what are all the things that might not go as planned along the way. And I am an Enneagram type six. And so I'm really good at this inherently. And I didn't really realize until a recent conversation with one of my peers that like not everybody does this. So if I set a goal of achieving half a million dollars in my business in terms of revenue, I also run backwards from that. And I think about, well, what might happen that wouldn't allow me to get to half a million? And what if I only got to 350,000? And what would that look like? And what would happen if I only made 250,000? And what happens if I lose a team member? And how is that going to impact us being able to launch X, Y, and Z? And oh, by the way, what if the military decides to move us unexpectedly? So I run all these scenarios, which turns out in this case is actually a great thing in order to be prepared for the road bumps that may happen along the way. And what this does is this doesn't allow me to get stuck when they happen. A lot of people set a goal and they go for the goal and the first roadblock comes up and boom, it smacks them and they fall down and they just decide, oh my gosh, I better set a different goal because that one was too hard. And that is classic scarcity-based mindset thinking right there. But it's natural for a lot of people. So not only do I want you to set goals, not only do I want you to clearly define them and visualize what happens when you achieve them and have a way to measure and know when you've achieved it and ask yourself, why don't I already have the thing and decide, does this goal involve someone else besides me? I want you to also sit down for a minute and say, what are the things that may 
be a roadblock for me and how will I overcome them? I don't want you just to identify the roadblock. I want you to also have a slight plan and we don't have to go in depth on this, but what this is gonna do is train your brain to say, I've got this. I can conquer anything that comes in my way in order to stay on the path to achieve my goal. And if, oh, by the way, I don't hit my quote unquote goal, I'm still going to acquire so much knowledge and learning and probably some bonus goals. And maybe I will decide that that goal that I set for myself is too small, or maybe I'll decide I wanna pivot and go to a totally different place altogether. But as long as I am willing to bank a lot of currency based on the journey of getting to the goal, that's what matters. So that's what I want your actionable step to be as a result of listening to this podcast today. I want you to start realizing there are a lot of dangers with goal setting unless we commit to honoring the progress that we make and honoring the process and the journey and being really, really open to collecting kind of a, an inventory of all of the things that we accomplish along the way that are directly and indirectly related to whatever it was that we set out to do. Because the thing is, is a goal is kind of garbage if we're setting a goal because we should, or that's what people are saying. And especially right now I'm recording this and it's Q4 and people are talking about goals and what are my goals going to be for next year? And oh my God, maybe you don't have to set a goal. Maybe your goal is to give up goals altogether. And instead you're going to be intentional with your actions and your time, and you're going to work towards honoring your mission and your vision and your values and your business. And you're going to give up goals in the traditional sense. And you're going to start setting goals that feel like a journey and that you know are going to be wrapped up in a whole lot of growth. So this podcast is really meant to activate your brain around how you set goals. And are you doing it in a way that is truly in line with you? I just had a conversation with a peer of mine in the DMs and she said, I know it's goal setting season. And I'm like, I think I'm just going to focus on surviving because that's all I can do right now is survive. And that really prompted me to say like, I've got to record this podcast right now. And, And word for word, what I said back to her was, listen, as a business coach, I kind of think goals are dumb in the traditional sense, at least. And I don't really set them. I set intentions and focuses, but goals stress me out too much. The mindset work has really changed how I approach goals for myself and with my clients. That is a true story. I just read you an actual direct message conversation with a peer of mine, somebody that I highly respect, not somebody who is a client of mine. In fact, I am her client. So the thing is, is that's how I feel about those. I think that goals are really garbage because they do more harm than good in so many circumstances. So I'm very careful when I work with my clients that we set goals. Sometimes I give them goals as a task because I need them to stay motivated. And it might be something like, listen, I need you to focus on your marketing efforts to launch this new program. You need to talk to five new people a week for the next four weeks. Boom, there's your goal. You know what happens if they come back and they say, hey, I only talked to four people. I'm going to be like, that's awesome. I'm so glad you talked to four people. Now let's talk about those conversations and what you learned from them. It's not about the damn goal. I don't care if they talk to four people, but I want them to talk to more than zero people. And then I want to extract the learnings out of it. And then you know what happened because I talked to four people? They created habits 
that tell their brain that it's okay to have conversations because conversations sometimes convert to sales. And so they strengthened some other muscles in there. And it was not about the talking to people so that they could check a box that said, I talked to five people. It was about talking to people and knowing it was safe to talk to people about their program. And then we also got some market research and some feedback and we could do other things with that. So that is what I'm talking about. It's not about the number. It's about the action. It's about what did I learn along the way? What can I do next time to improve whatever the thing is that I'm doing? Because recently I launched a program. It's It's been about six months now. And I shared this on another podcast. And I think some of you may, may know what I'm talking about here, but I launched this program and my team and I set numbers. We said, okay, the you know good enrollment is 10, better enrollment is 15 and best is 22. And then we got 18 in the program. And instead of just being like super duper excited about 18, which I was, and I was also distracted because we didn't get to 22. We got our big number, we got our better number, but I didn't hit my best number. And instead of being like whoopty effing do, I was like a little bit, caught up in that. And you know what that's called, my friends? It's called ego. It has nothing to do. My life would be zero different if I got to 22 people. It didn't matter because the 18 people that were in the program got amazing freaking results. And so here was the question that I should have asked myself. So would you be happier if you got 18 really great people in there and then you found four crappy people off the streets that you could check the box that you made it to 22? Of course not. Of course not. But my ego brain was trying to like override everything and say, but you didn't get to 22. Thank God I didn't get to 22 because I got 18 amazing people. So then there's the other piece, like how do we measure the quality of whatever the thing is that is the number that we're trying to hit? You see what I'm getting out there? There are so many layers to goal setting that aren't talked about. So I feel like there's going to be some follow-ups to this podcast I just really wanted to kind of breach the subject. I feel like this is volume one of the danger with goal setting. And we're going to we're going to leave it there for now. But really, the takeaway is do it your way. Do it in a way that feels good. If you find that goal setting is stressing you out the way you're doing, change it. Go back and listen to this. Think about identifying goals differently, visualizing them. What's it going to look like when you actually have it? What are you going to have to give up? The thing is, when we visualize actually achieving the goal, it creates a lot more confidence and motivation for us to really just overcome the things that might come our way. So goal setting should not just be done for the sake of doing it. We should not set goals because someone says we should. We should not set goals because we think it's the right thing to do, or that we're trying to impress someone or ourselves or whatever the thing is. Goal setting needs to be done in a way that really supports a growth mindset, that supports abundance, that supports the journey and all of the learnings that come along the way, because we cannot forget to honor all the things we've accomplished that aren't directly related to whatever that goal is, whether or not we achieve it or not. So give yourself some grace, give yourself some praise and think about the last time you set a goal and maybe you fell short. And instead of that being the narrative, go back and look at all the things you actually gained and give yourself that that praise for all of the effort you put in, because that, my friends, is what matters. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned because like I said, I think there are going to be some more volumes of this series on the danger with goals. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.